0: Hi, Minimal Moves. It's Haruka again. Today, I want to talk to you about ways to not follow the minimalist trend. Before I start, I just wanted to share with you something exciting in my life. Um, It's actually my other podcast that I'm working on with my friend Henry about being an international student in the US. Check it out at International in the US with Henry and Haruka. That's the podcast title. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on all the platforms that this podcast is on so if you're interested in the international students experience um that's there this is a non-obviously non-sponsored plug for myself um but i'd love it if you check it out um and if that's not your thing totally cool moving on so um ways to not follow the minimalist trend that's our topic for the day here i am thinking about three main things and i kind of try to come up with catchy little phrases for each of those so the first is don't replace erase second is find your style and the last is slow glows okay so let me talk through each of those the first thing don't replace erase that means don't go out and buy sustainable swaps if it's a something you don't already use and b if you already use it if you have enough stock One scenario I can give is right now I have like, I think, four floss packs. Um, They're just your normal Amazon, very unsustainable packages. Um, And it would be a stupid idea for me to go out and go buy a sustainable swap for it right now. And that's because I don't know um, how much of that I'm going to go through in the remaining I guess that'll be around maybe seven, eight months. I I haven't done the math, but however many months I'm here in where I'm living right now. um, And if I'm moving, it might not be the wisest to just have a ton of stock to move with. I've done that so many times and I'm really trying not to. So for me, I won't buy any sustainable floss um, at the moment. And that's something I'll be looking into next time when I move. And so that's don't replace erase in that um, don't replace something um, with a sustainable purchase if it's something you don't you haven't run out of um, or you don't newly need and then if it's something you don't already use, so say I don't use um cotton swabs for makeup removal. I use it for nail polish removal, um, but I'm kind of trying to phase out of that as well so to be honest, I don't have a need for uh, those cotton reusable cotton pads. Um, I know they're super popular, but I won't be going out and purchasing them, at least at the moment, because they're just not something I need. Even if they are sustainable, it's less sustainable to purchase them. Might seem kind of obvious, but I know there is a lot of trends, and it's easy to be influenced by ads and things like that, or they come in subscription boxes and things like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. If you Also, if you get a subscription box or a gift from a friend, and it's something you don't use, definitely consider regifting it to someone else who would actually get use out of it Um, I find I try to make it clear that when I'm giving gifts um, and this is an episode for later as well but that I say hey you can regift this totally okay Um, I'll make it clear also if I'm passing on something that I got somewhere else so that's something to consider next thing is find your style so this is most obvious in the fashion trends i know that a lot of minimalist styles like if you think of the more high-end brands would be everlane i think h&m has a kind of they're not really minimalist or sustainable in any means but um they have a more kind of sleek looking collection i believe maybe that was zara but whatever whichever company that was you kind of know the minimalist aesthetic black and white center neutral tones while that could work well for some people, and I know I'm definitely transitioning a tiny bit that way, kind of inch by inch, that doesn't mean that that needs to be aesthetic. If you love wearing red shirts, and if you buy black shirts even though you don't, you won't wear them, or if your work requires a certain uniform, and then um, sup- say you're supposed to wear sneakers to work, and you wear black sleek boots, or you buy black sleek boots that you never will wear, that's not minimalist, even if it is durable, even if it's kind of branded as a more minimalist option or minimal aesthetic. So that's just something I would keep in mind, um, in terms of finding your style, um, being aware of what, both what you need and what you enjoy and kind of melding those two. Um, I can do an episode on kind of Murray critiques as a person of the country, um, perhaps, but Till then, overall, I do agree with the idea of kind of general joy, um, and I know she goes so goes over the needs aspect as well. So just keep in mind um, what you need and what you are drawn to, um, for me, I don't really pick clothes by joy, I just kind of systematically organize them so that I'm getting maximal use out of all my items, I know I'm a little weird, so uh, from, in my case, I try to evaluate really what I'm drawn to, because I will wear everything if I have it, it's just that um, some I'm voluntarily enjoying, and also like it's fitting for my work, or it's fitting for the classroom, um, and... Or it's fitting to just lounge around in. Um, So I would just really think about what you make use out of. And that goes for everything as well. It's not just clothes. It can go into how you clean, what sort of towels you use, what sort of bags, what sort of stationery you use. Um, Kind of thinking broadly about your lifestyle and not just conforming to what you see minimalist influencers do. You may not have the time to dry your laundry, so you may not be able to get rid of your uh dryer, for example. That's a big one that I've seen a lot. Um so those are things I would keep in mind in terms of find your style. The last category is slow's glows. So I didn't really know how to figure out a catchy phrase for this. But basically the slow part is what's important. Um and I've seen a lot of like the minimalist games. I if you don't know about it, it's Where you take 30 days and you declutter, I believe it's 465 items or something along those lines. You declutter on the first day one item, second day two items. And then by the end, you're decluttering 30 items per day. Um, And it's supposed to be this thing you can do kind of as like a casual competition with your spouse or whoever you're living with. um, Or a friend. And that seems to work for people. Um... But it wouldn't work for me because I live alone, um, or rather, I live with housemates, I mean, not in that sense, but everything that is in my possession is something that I, for one reason or another, decided to put into my life. Um, I am decluttering, so far, I think I've decluttered about 230 things um, over the course of the past three months something like that, Um, and so I'm taking it slow, Um, even this, I'm kind of pushing myself a little bit, I think pushing a little bit is always good but that doesn't mean that you need to declutter as fast as everyone else, I've also seen a lot of videos where people just take out everything from their closet and declutter them that doesn't really work for me because I'm really attached to all my possessions, I'm sure I've mentioned this already but I'm a very I'm a very kind of emotionally driven human being in general. And that goes for clothes. I remember every scene that I've worn. Well, not literally every scene. But if they're like a statement piece, I would remember a lot of the significant scenes I've worn them in. Or why I picked it up. Um, who it's a hand-me-down from. Um, whatever the context is. And so I really wouldn't derive much enjoyment from that. And that's where the glow part comes in. So I think that whatever whatever your steps towards minimalism or decluttering um, or sustainability might be I think that the process can be enjoyable and if it can be enjoyable why not enjoy it so for me I think that evaluating and appreciating each and every of those things that are in my life and then making an active decision as to what where that should be in my life whether that should well go into the trash um but still a way of kind of participating in my life right because it's contributing to my life by sort of finding a way out, um, at least that's how I think of it, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, um, or if it's going to continue to remain an active memory in my life, or maybe I'll bring this pen to work because we need um, a lot of pens to sort of check off lists of names, um, or maybe this is something that I'm going to give to my friend who needs a whiteboard marker, that's what I'm doing with one of my pens right now, and um, and so there are there's this kind of process of optimization, and that's a really satisfying feeling. And I think it's not just crazy people like me, but anyone who could really enjoy that process. Um, and so Slows Glows just really puts the emphasis on making sure you're taking the time that you need, also because... I know like a lot of minimalists say they oh that I never regretted decluttering something, so you should just kind of go for it. That's actually not been really true for me. I've definitely regretted certain things I've decluttered, um, and I have, at this point, began to kind of understand what types of things it is. It's kind of that weird intersection between sentimental and utilitarian um, items that I usually say it's like a really nice pen or... I mean, I wouldn't really declutter a pen, but... Um, straight up but like maybe it's a somewhat good quality makeup or I don't really have a good example off the top of my head but there are things that I've regretted letting go of um, and there are of course things that are still in my life that are cluttering up my life that I don't really need to have be the case so by slowly evaluating and continuously transforming your space you're also actively a taking care of yourself in a way um, and you're continuously investing into the space that you inhabit in and I think that, that makes me cherish the space I'm in more um, and I think that all around brings positive effects only. So, Slows Glows speaks to that point. Find your style, just assess your lifestyle, see what fits best, um, not what fits that YouTuber that you love. Um, and. The last or the first category was don't replace erase, so make sure that you're not increasing your footprint or increasing your load by making swaps that you have been told are sustainable. So those are the main categories that I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, I apologize for any background noise. Uh, I, lived in a sh- I live in a shared space, uh, as many college students do. So I appreciate your patience with that and any technical difficulties. I can't wait to talk to you again, probably towards the end of this week again. Um, The next topic coming up is another sustainable swap. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. I'll talk to you then. Bye, minimal moves.